You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. And now, Side B. I cannot wait to talk about this. Yeah, but um, let's just go you know, talk let's, about let's Nikki. Let's go. Let's, let's talk go. about Nikki. So let me go ahead and intro it. I'm going to take a little swig of this water, but go ahead and do your thing, son. Water. Doing air quotes right now. Um, yo, no. chill. Oh, yo. Yo, I'm about, <laughs> I'm about that... Uh, I'm about that Nestle pure life life. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So Miss Nick, Nicki Minaj, um, we have talked about her extensively this year. Yeah, we have almost to a degree. I almost feel like we talked about her too much on this show. It's possible. Um, and musically, to me, she hasn't really earned it. What, the conversation? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Can I say this? No. Okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Go ahead. My bad. Um, her first two albums are not good at all. No. And like, even a little bit. it's amazing because you can't have a, con- like if you try to have a conversation online about Nikki, it inevitably, at some point you're going to cycle back to the monster verse. <laughs> Fam. Okay. So then I'm going to say it. We have given Nikki like passes upon passes for that monster verse. We're like, yeah, Nikki can rap, but I'm like, I'm listening and listening to a lot of Nikki. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, eh. That might have been a that might have been been a, a fifty point game for uh for for Judd Bushler. Nah, I I will say this. She mm-hmm. Nikki can rap. Mm. That doesn't mean that she's a good rapper, and it doesn't mean that she makes good music. Those are different okay. concepts. Right now, okay. Eminem so, can rap, but I don't want to hear him rap, and I okay. don't want to hear his music. Okay, I agree with that. Now this Nikki album's way better than that shady crap, but you know it. It, the same concept, like, just because you can rap doesn't mean I want to hear you rap. And it doesn't right. mean that you make good albums. Right. These are mm-hmm. separate concepts. Right. All right. This Nicki album has been yeah. in the works for a while. Yeah. Really all year, I would say. Well, it's funny. I can't Absolutely. say a while because we're going to talk about D'Angelo. And that's an album that's been in the works for a while. But <laughs> right. on the typical scale, time scale in music, like the Nicki album, um, you know, so her last album came out in 2012. She toured. She did the overseas tour. She made a movie. And then she's basically making this album all year, right? Yeah. Um, and so we heard, what was the what was the record from uh, the Young Money Project earlier this year? Uh, looking. Looking. There was Looking, um, which people really liked. And I was like, nah, it was okay. It was, it was a good intro. Um, it, was a, it was a good, hey guys, Nikki's back. It was right. It was a good, you know, there was the Chirac record. Yeah, um, Chirac record. She got on um, the, I'm a bother, man, yeah. Yeah, she got on that. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, so people over the summer were kind of like, oh, this hypothetical mixtape Nikki. Yeah, because then she did the record with Soldier Boy, too. Right. That, I, that we're not going to say the title of on this show because we are two adult men. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of speculation about what she would be coming back with. Yes. Then you had Pills and Potions. Was Pills and Potions first? Was Pills and Potions before Anaconda? It was. Pills and Potions was the first single. And it did okay. Not great. Not great. It did better on pop radio than it did on hip-hop R&B radio. Yeah, it did I. Um, You said it did better on pop radio? It did. Yeah. I mean, it's a pop pop song. It's a pop song. And I'm going to say this phrase. It's a pop song about eight times on this Nicki album, by the way. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. That's actually really fascinating. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Then we had Anaconda Ooh, with yeah. the cover and the video, the video. and the song I, itself. It's weird. Like, yo, I looked that video up the other day. That video was up to like, I think, I think it's either, I think it's like 100 and 
25 million views or 300 million yeah. views. Something in, like that. Anaconda is Nicki Minaj's most successful single by far. Unreal. By far. So I said, she's, next album, she's going to be naked. <laughs> she's going to be naked on, on the next album. Like, um, the third single was Only. Yeah. The less we say about that song, the better. Yeah. And then at the same time, roughly, is Bed of Lies. Bed of Lies, yeah. The pop, <clears throat> the, the pop single. Yeah, another, another pop single. That sounds a lot like the first pop single she put out. And when we get the album itself, there are various versions of the album. I don't know what version you have. There, there's the 16-track regular version. Whatever, the, whatever version is on Spotify is the version I have. Then there are, oh, well, then you might not have all the songs. Then there are various combinations yeah. of deluxe editions. I, I saw have, that. Like, I, that have was a tw- I have a 22-track Nicki album. Because there, there was... Uh, the deluxe version that was on iTunes. Right. There's, there was a deluxe version for Target. Right. There was a deluxe version for Best Buy. Was there a deluxe version for Walmart too? <laughs> for but, real. But you know, that's what, and, that's what those retailers want. And then she also had the deluxe version that, that I actually liked that I wish more artists would do is she sold um, on her own website the al- different tiers of the album, a hoodie, a calendar, um, a calendar, like a shirt, or something like that. You gonna you gonna do an Armand wake up calendar for 2015? Fam, fam. If I, you know what, I could really, I could, I could sexy it up and do something for Marcus Graham, but I'm a chill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chill. I'm okay. a chill. Okay. <laughs> no. Listen, I just want to know. I want to know this. Who? When is the doc? When's the calendar? Like a physical, not not a calendar app. But like a hung up calendar on a wall. See, I, I've seen this from people when they when, when people have kids, they make calendars for like the grandparents. N- yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's my, the only my, time I see a calendar. Yeah, my daughter, my daughter has. I mean, my daughter has one in her room, so she can like you know remind us stuff. But that's yeah. no. I mean, like it's 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 a popular Christmas gift to be like to give to to like. Like you would give to your parents and be like all these pictures of your daughter throughout oh, the year. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, that I'm is bugging. super common. I'm bugging. But aside yeah, from I'm, that, eh, mm. yeah, not not Nicki Minaj's fan base. <laughs> not not you know thirteen, uh, not thirteen to thirty. Like nah, or thirteen to twenty five or whatever. Definitely not. Right. We're not using calendars. We are on our phones. So, so we know what that was about. She wanted to get naked. <sighs> what it is? You're it start, is what it is. You like, starting to sound like an old man. No, it's like it's. I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm stating facts. Man, that sounds like a J verse. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are becoming a, just like a living embodiment of a 2005 rapper verse on the show. God, Jesus. <laughs> but you know, like that's part of her brand. Like she has, she has always been. You know, she. We talked about how she scaled back her look. Um, she's not doing the wigs and the different color stuff and, and, and it's, and it's worked largely to her favor where even men are looking like, you know, Nick, Nikki's always been attractive to men, but it's been like in an over the top way, almost in a Jessica rabbit way. Now that she's scaled that back, but she still has that exaggeratedness about her. Obviously she's using that to her advantage. That's part of her brand. It is what it is. It is um, what it is. So just so people real, I think, I don't know if we've really talked about this in the show, but if you, anytime you see a major uh, release come out and there's like a Target edition and a Best Buy edition and all this other stuff, they're not doing that to annoy you, right? I mean, understand, yeah, break that down, please understand, I mean, obviously as fans, we want everything. And for those who know how to use the interweb, you know, there are ways to acquire these things. But the reason why they do that, like you want 
prime shelf space. You want prime real estate at Best Buy, at Target. You want for them to put you in the weekly circular, right? You want the the end cap. When people walk in, you want that to be the first CD you do. Well, that's part of the negotiation. Yeah. Right? So you got to have, but, and they, you know, well, we want a special thing because they want to drive foot traffic into the store. Because, and this is really kind of sad that there's no better way to do this, but there are Nicki Minaj super fans who probably went and bought the Target edition. Absolutely. The Best Buy edition. Absolutely. The iTunes, just so they could have everything. Everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. You bank, you bank on those fans. Right. You right. bank on those fans. Those fans will support you with their pockets. Absolutely. Right. So let's talk about the album itself, finally. Let's do it. I don't know if y'all can hear the, the hood going crazy in the background. For that Nikki album. <laughs> that was a good one. Good one. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's talk about this album. Track let's one. So album. I have, I, I, when I talk about each song, I'm, ta- I'm going to talk about who produced it, who they brought in to write the hooks. And I'm going to say this for a particular reason. This is an incredibly expensive album. A lot of people got paid. And will get paid, presumably at some point, for this album. The credit list is astonishing. Okay, break that down. So All Things Go, yep. produced by Boy Wanda, Vinyls, co-written by Esther Dean. Okay. Esther Dean's all over this. Of course she is. Doing hooks. because, And you can tell, like, I actually think a weakness of Nicki Minaj records are the hooks. Yeah, they are. Um, and I can tell when she has somebody coming in to, do, to, to help her with the hook. Because the hook is good. Or it's just different. Like, especially some of these records. And I really want to talk about, when we get to the Dr. Luke tracks, I want to talk about the evolution of him and his relationship with, with hip-hop now. But a lot of these records, there's it's just a straight-up pop hook. Like, not even R&B style hook. Like, it's a pop hook. And to ask, and I don't think Nicki gets enough credit, probably because she doesn't really advertise it, but, like, she, you know, went to, like, a, she went to school and was, like, trained as a vocalist. Like, she... She has musical education. Like, she's not stupid about this stuff in any sort of way, right? But what the ground, and I was going to talk about this later, but I can start to talk about it now. On some of these tracks, the ground that she attempts to straddle, in a way, is gigantic. I'll say this, though. Times past, she has done a terrible job of doing that. I think she's she's always known that she has... You know, from we always I always forget whatever super bass, which kind of thrust her into the pop realm. Right. She's been trying to fill her way around where, you know, how can I still be a rapidy rapper? Because at her heart, that's what she wants. But then still, you know, have the, the pop success. And, you know, even from I think it was her last album where it was like half hip hop. And then like the second half was all pop. Yeah. I think her bringing people in. I think that was a good strategy to reel it in so that she's not because it seemed like a lot of this stuff was just her ideas like, you know, we should do this and then this and then this. But then rather than, you know, in this with this album, I'm going to assume that people were submitting songs and it was able to give other people their interpretation of the Nicki Minaj brand, which in the right circumstance can help. Right. How some of these songs got put together, I'm sure there's some good stories about this. Um, But so all things go. Um, this was one of the more recent leaks, right? This sort of leaked out before the album came out. She she uh, she did it on SNL, right? Uh, like a week or two ago. And I don't understand why this is not a good song. Really, to me, this is like, eh. How do you feel about all things go? Um, you know, hearing the whole song, I don't hate it. I don't like hate I it either. I just don't. Yeah, I, I I get. I think this is like her setting the tone. Like, oh, totally. 
yeah, this is her setting a tone. Like, hey, I'm going to be because it's not it's not as much for this song. It's not as much of is this a good song rather than it's Nikki, somebody who is very um, and this is a theme on the album, someone who's very um, protective of their of their private life, really revealing themselves on this album you know what i'm saying i think that that is synonymous with the taking the wigs and the costumes off so now this is me naturally um you know physically so and also musically i'm going to scale back and reveal myself as well and i think this kind of um embodies that interesting yeah but, all, th- all things go is um well considering that when you factor in the bonus tracks there's 22 songs here um as, as you might expect, I would say, there's a lot of scaling back that could have happened. Um, and that's what, happens when you, that's what happens when you work on an album for a year, Doc. Hmm? That's what happens when you work on an album for a year. You, you have a bunch of great ideas. You know, you want to use them all. You love them all. So I get it. But in this case, you're right. Some of these could have been scaled back. Some things she said twice. Right. Out, but, you know, eh, I'm, I'm cool. Let's go to I Lied. I Lied, produced by Mike Will and Schooley, co-written by Esther Dean. This is not what I would call a trademark Mike Will beat at all. Okay, um, this is the Mike Will. Mike Will. Mike, Mike, Real. Will, Mike Real made it. Yeah, Mike Will made it. <laughs> Got it. <clears throat> um, it's a very interesting record. It, it feels kind of Drake-like. And in fact, the way this album opens reminds me of like... So far gone. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, I was thinking in a, in a sense almost... Um, Oh, um, thank me later too, yeah, right? Right. That yeah. that opened in a certain way, but that's that's kind of like Drake's. Um, that's his. That's kind of his foray, right? Because he even, starts slow. He starts slow. Um, starts slow. W- what's kind of interesting about "I Lied" is the least interesting part of this song is when Nikki's rapping. Absolutely, and, and in fact, a lot on this. I was going to say, there's a lot of cases where I'd rather hear Nikki sing it, you know, do sort of an R and B slash pop thing than I would hear her rapping. Yeah, like that's that's one drawback of this album, where like she she wants to rap so bad yeah. that on these sort of slower, plotty tracks where she could, you know, be more pop with it. It's this. It's this. You get this poppy sound. You know, you get this poppy backdrop. That's what I'm looking for. You get this poppy backdrop. All this stuff for her to just kind of say things in a really simple way. And she's rapping. She's rapping hard. Like almost like maybe a notch or two below Remy. Like she's rapping hard on these poppy tracks and it's it's not working. Right. I but, think I, yeah, I'm, she's almost trying too hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. And I think it's just a, a we- I think it's a weird stylistic combination. Like these sorts of beats with her rapping. It just does. It, it's kind of almost jarring in a sense. Yeah. Um, but uh but how do you feel about i lied i mean you know what these these first two songs like i don't i don't hate them right i'm just like all right okay Come i don't on. you know I'm, I'm listening to them for like what she's trying to accomplish rather than do i like these songs because Nicki minaj can't i don't know like what what can she say to me mm. and i'm not saying i'm not saying that in a in a snotty way we just have different fan bases different perceptions different experiences so I'm almost listening to this with a different set of ears. I'm listening to it like, is she listening? Is she speaking to her fan base? Would her fan base like this? And for I Lied, yes. For All Things Go, yes. Her fan base will like these records. Does Armand like them? I mean, they're whatever. They're not whack, but they're whatever. Uh, Crying Game featuring <clears throat> featuring Jesse Ware. Um, produced by Wansel and Felder. I don't know who those are. Uh, co-written by Jesse Ware. I forgot about this song. 
<laughs> Forgot what the song sounded like. I did. Um, the beat's kind of interesting, but it's a little repetitive. But the hook is a big pop hook. Um, and I want to give Nicki credit because there's a couple songs on this album where, and I talked about this earlier, like when we first started, like, I don't know who else would attempt songs like this. Um, for the credit that Drake gets for sort of being able to bridge R&B and hip hop back and forth, Nicki's trying to bridge pop and hip hop. She is. Now, she is. Instead, of, instead of trying to cater to both like she was doing on her last album, she's trying to mend them together. She's doing sort of what Beyonce did with her last album. A little bit, but I, when we get to the next track, I, I really want to talk about that a little bit. But um, I don't know if I love Crying Game, but I could totally hear this in the radio. And there's a number of, of songs on here that are not... Considering how many records were singles, when I actually heard the album, one thing that really stuck out to me over and over again is I'm like, really? They picked those songs as singles? I, 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 um, I understand why. I understand why. It's only that I don't understand, actually. I get why. Only shouldn't, I mean, it's, ugh. And then when we talk about truffle butter, it'll make it even worse. I get it. You get it, you get it? Uh-huh. I get it, I get it. <laughs> um, so you don't remember Crying Game? <laughs> I really don't remember that song. Right. And that's not, like, it's not a diss. Like, I think I was, like, like washing dishes or something. I don't remember. Right. Um, get On Your Knees, featuring Ariana Grande, produced by Dr. Luke and Circuit, who's his co-producer. And the, the hook's written by Katy Perry, of all people. Oh, wow. I'm going to go ahead and assume that this, because Dr. Luke and Katy Perry work on a ton of stuff together. I'm going to go ahead and assume that this was a Dr. Luke, like, beat with Katy Perry, like, on, like, the Katy Perry hook part was, like, that was a package deal. Um, This is such an obvious choice for a single. You don't think so? Really? It's, to me, this is an event. This is, oh my God, Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande are on a record together. That's what makes it a single rather than, like, can I hear this on the radio? Oh, this, you think the song's terrible? Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, this song's not terrible. Yeah, it's all no. You think it's good. terrible? Yeah, it's not good. At, I hate the hook. It she wow. sounds like Gwen Stefani when when Pharrell write, writes raps for her. You know, you, you know how like awkward Gwen Stefani is when she <laughs> when she raps on Holla Bad Girl or you got it like that. Like it's just like five and six and seven and eight and turn like she's <laughs> right on the beat. Like yo, relax. That's what this hook sounds like, and I can't get I can't get past the hook. Interesting. I I don't like this hook at all. Wow. Um. So. Dr. Luke has a ton of songs on this album. And on Nikki's last album, when she had to jump back and forth between hip-hop and pop, it would be jarring because at that point, pop was still in the, like, Starships, right? It was yes, Found Love in a Broken Place, yeah. Four on the Floor. Yeah. Like, it was a little dancier. It was oons oons pop. Oons, oons, oons. Yep. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and now that sound has phased out and right. shoot. Pop nowadays is has a huge hip hop influence. Right. Case in point, Katy Perry, Juicy J. Right. Also a Dr. Luke beat. So yeah. if anything, this is a very advantageous time for Nicki Minaj because her yes. two her two worlds have sort are sort of circling each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not quite the same. You can now have a record like get a news. And there's better examples later on, but. You can have a record like Get On Your Knees where you can bridge that pop and, and hip hop all in the same song. And it doesn't yep. sound completely out, out of left field. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I like Get On Your Knees as a pop. It's a pop record, though. I like it as a pop record. It's not a hip hop song. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Feeling Myself featuring your girl, Beyonce, produced by Hit Boy and Beyonce. Yeah. Co-written by Beyonce and SZA. SZA? Mm-hmm. Say word. Like, 
like TDE scissor? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I said, the credits on this are crazy. There are so many people involved in this album. Wow. How do you feel about feeling myself? Um, I've already heard this on the radio. Yeah, I knew that would happen. And this I... Is the obvious, this is the obvious follow-up single. I don't get it. I do. I get this more than Get On Your Knees. I don't think this beat sounds good at all. Nah, it's, it's, it's Beyonce. It's Beyonce it's, and it's... You want to talk about getting on the record because it's, it's an event. This record it will be on the radio because it's Beyonce and Nicki. Right. It's Beyonce. It's Nicki. It's... it's female empowerment it, this is get ready for the club music this is get ready to go out music mm, that's a good thing okay right and I, I, women I, are gonna eat this actually up. my notes are it kind of grows on you but maybe i'm just not the target audience you're not <laughs> no doc you're not you're not trying on like eight different eight different uh cocktail dresses and <laughs> we're just gonna leave it, we're just gonna leave it right there yeah. I'm just gonna leave it there. It's yeah. not for us. Not but for, not for I totally get this being on the radio. Considering that it's Hip Boy and Beyonce, I was a little disappointed in the sound, though. Like, yeah, I, I, th- I think you're not a Hit Boy stan, but you like Hit Boy a lot. I do, and I. It's pretty obvious. Those are, I mean, those are pretty typical Hit Boy drums. But yeah, um, and the song kind of evolves like as it goes on a little bit, and that's better. Doesn't it but, sound like a? Doesn't it sound like a stripped down version of the Flawless remix? Which I didn't like. Yeah, nah, that wasn't good. But I'll take this before the Flawless remix. I might. I don't know. The Flawless remix was like, hey, look at me. It was too much. Hmm. Um, track six only. Yeah, we've already talked about this song. Can we skip this? Sure. How, how does it sound like within the context of the album to you? Um, it just sounds really cold and empty. <laughs> cold and empty. <laughs> that's what the album, that's what the song sounds like. It is, there is no like warmth to it at all. It is the opposite of the D'Angelo album in every way. It's only a single because of the names. Yeah. Um, it's an expensive song too, right? Produced by Dr. Luke and Circuit, co-written by Rock City, Drake, Wayne, Chris Brown. Like there's, there's a ton of people involved here. Yeah. Um, I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I agree. Seven, Want Some More featuring Jeremiah. Who did this? Who did this? Oh, Jeremiah's on the hook. Okay. So produced sh- produced by, you ready for this list? Who did this beat? We got four people. Zaytoven, okay. Youngberg. What? Metro Boomin. Okay. And Nicki Minaj. Youngberg? Who now goes by the name for producing of, are you ready for this? Hitmaker. But it's hit and then M-A-K-A. Hitmaker. How did you uncover that this is Young Bird? Because I go to Wiki. What are you talking about? Ah, oh, sexy can I? He's actually, he's got a couple. He got a couple credits on this album. What? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I, uh, uh, I can't yeah. say anything. Right. I can't say anything. Because this beat is actually really good. This beat is dope. I'm, I'm not mad at this song. I'm not mad at this right. song. Right. It's Zaytoven keys. That that opening, uh, those opening synth chords. I'm in. I'm like, okay, we're good. And the Metro Boomin drums with the Dilemma sample again. It's like a weird cousin to neighborhood uh, dope dealer. Um, yeah. Um, this this now we're getting into like Nikki kind of hits a to me she hits a she hits a little groove. Oh, interesting. Um, start starting with uh, I mean I guess starting with feeling myself and then stops with only but I guess starting with once some more like she she hits she hits a groove now she's like she's rapping but she's you know doing different things with a voice and different flows and she has production that allows her to do that rather this plotting right telltale heartbeats that she's rapping over i mean like this is a good this want some more is a really good record for her yeah yes it is um track eight four door is it aventor is that what that is uh event aventador aventador or something like that i don't know produced by i don't know who this guy is parker i i-g-h-i-l-e i don't know 
right. And apparently his sister is on the hook. Okay. This feels like a weird Timbo beat. (laughs) I I could see like this is something that he might have gave like Miss Jade or something. Right. I I don't really know how I feel about this song. She, She has... She has summoned the spirit of Biggie. Yeah, and she, is, she is bigging it up. This is this is New York. This is New York. I know. <laughs> Don't do it. Reconsider. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's New York, right? I, it's, it's New York. It's not. It's one of those songs. Like in the context of the album, I'm like cool, but like I'm not gonna say I want to hear Four Door of Ventador. Right. I, I'd rather just hear Want Some More, frankly. Um, a favorite featuring Jeremiah, produced by Daryl Camper Jr. and Nicki Minaj, and a writing credit to the one and only Meek Mill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meek got a couple of plays. Uh-huh, on, uh, uh, uh-huh. Got a couple. Of there there are two songs in here that I know are originally Meek Mill songs, and I wonder if this is another Meek Mill demo. Um. Yeah, well, the story goes is... Well, I got the whole story for By a Heart. Don't worry. We're talking about that one. Well, no, no, no. The story for this was... Oh, you got um, a story. Okay. Nikki... Hold on, because I was, I was somewhere else. So, uh, Meek was supposed to be on Favorite. Oh, okay. And since he wasn't able to get out of jail in time, he gave her Big Daddy and By a Heart. Interesting. Actually gave her five records, and out of the five, those are the two that she picked. Interesting. So I could see this. I could see this going to urban radio. I think there are, least, I think there are more obvious candidates for urban radio. Yes, I'm already I'm already seeing chicks like tweet lines from this. Interesting. Like that's that's always a good sign. Is I mean like what girl doesn't want to be somebody's boyfriend or somebody's girlfriend? Like yeah, like that, I, I, that sort of thing. That sort of topic. Like girls flock to they like that so and people and and women love jeremiah i don't know what is up with jeremiah like he's he has such an interesting career where he has all these re- he has these records and like but for whatever reason def jam just won't pull the trigger on him or he won't do anything i don't i don't know what's up with jeremiah but people like jeremiah i think this record works i think it's okay i don't know it's all right um by a Heart, featuring Meek Mill, produced by Arch the Boss and your boy, Youngberg. Wow, he did this too. Originally a Meek Mill demo, yep. then it got in the hands of K. Michelle, yep. who liked it so much she named her album after it. And her album is still named that, even though she doesn't get this song anymore. Oh, she did name her album, Anybody Wanna Buy a Heart. Oh, snap. <laughs> wow, okay. This is such an obvious hit. Yeah, I can't is- get over this record is one of the more confusing things I've heard this year. Why is it confusing if it's an obvious hit? This song is a Meek Mill demo? This song. Meek Mill not <laughs> yelling. This is an actual, like, radio... This is this will be a radio hit. I think... Listen, Meek as, Mill. Much as, Meek, as much as Meek Mill's in the studio on Instagram, like, there's no way he's just doing records for him. I, I, I understand that, but I'm... I, I, you know... I, I didn't think that Meek Mill had this kind of record in him. I'm now, I now have to reevaluate the entire Meek Mill experience. I'm dead serious. <laughs> this is so outside the scope of what, of, of what I thought he was doing. Nah, hey, shout out to Meek. I, I love the, uh, the Alicia Keys. I knew you would. Yeah, like the Alicia Keys. The beat is great. Yeah, beat is dope. The hook is perfect. Yeah, wow. Jeez, you said great and perfect. My God, who is this? <laughs> Who is this? This is not Doc underscore Beats S not a Z. This is not who this guy is. I was blown away at this song. I, I'm glad Nikki got it rather than K Michelle. Like K Michelle would have, she wouldn't have. Please tell me, isn't the obvious move that both that both Meek and Nikki share this as a single? 
and you put the video out when Meek's when Meek's next project is ready, yeah. assuming it's ready in the early part of next year. Yeah, like on some um, God, who did that? That's been, it's some, been done. Before. You talking about on some um, you talking about on some um. Empire State of Mind tip? Sure. Well, Alicia has it. She has her version and Jay has his version. Because then you're getting both, you know, Nikki's label, Meek's label, putting full promo behind it. And if the video, like I heard this and I was like, oh, I see the video. Like this is such an obvious record for radio. That's what, like this is one of those records where I'm like, really? You put out only and you've got this in your back pocket? I don't know. I mean, look, I, it's not like a perfect song or anything. Like but I think it's a what really doing, good single. But I, I get, I get like not playing your cards because i understand that too yeah like you 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 don't you don't play your best hand because then that kind of that kind of raises an expectation for the album like oh this is on the album then you get the album and like the songs that are that are leaked or have been leaked are the best singles like nobody wants that so um i get why you know feeling myself came out late i get why favorite and by heart and some of the other songs that are obvious singles have not been leaked yet i get it sometimes you just have to like maintain the momentum rather than um Track 11, Train Them Girls, featuring Lunch Money Lewis, which is a hilarious name. Um, yeah. Produced by Dr. Luke Circuit and his whole crew of co-producers and co-written by Rock City. Yeah. How do you feel about this record? Um, this is going to do well. This is, this is going to do well in, 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 in D-Club. Um, yes. It's going to do well in the club. You, you know how I feel about reggae-inspired beats. No, I don't. Do you love when it? have I ever liked one? J-Mills, no, no, no. Aha! Aha! <laughs> I really like this. Wow. Yeah. That's why I said, man, like people think we was going to trash this album. Like, I, well, look, there's some songs I'm going to, there's some songs, but I mean, trash, like this yeah. is going to be like a, a, a slaughterhouse's no. second album episode. No. Uh, so this song plays to Nikki's strengths in every possible way. Her flow, um, the, the pop hook, the pop hook, the, I mean, just the, even her, her, um, her Trini roots, right. like, you know, doing a record like Freaks with French Montana, doing stuff like that, like that that all work that all works for her. Right. There's different pockets of hip hop that she can sit in that other people can't. And it doesn't she doesn't always get it. So what's really interesting is you could always kind of see this. And on this album, she's still not quite consistently hitting it, but for me the on the first for the first time there are songs where you're like, Okay, now I get it. Yep. 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 I think it's because it's been like her first her first two albums have been so bad so bad her first two albums were so bad that now we're like yes like let i think you and i are proprietors of whether we like it or not let's let the moment and the music match up create this big event because you have big music create this great moment because you have great music you know what I'm saying? For your, and even if it's just for your audience, for your brand, Nicki Minaj has a corner. She has a spot cornered. So cater to them. Don't worry about us. Cater to them. And songs like this and By Heart and Favorite, this, this stretch that I'm talking about and Want Some More, like that's for her core. She has different cores that we talked about. And she's, she's hitting those cores on, on, on this album. And I can appreciate that. And now we're about to start another weird stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. yeah. Nah, we're, we're, taking, we're, we're taking a left turn into... After all this praise we just gave you. Let's. Anaconda probably sounds worse in the context of the album than it did before. Before, it sounded like a novelty record. Like, you know, it's funny. It, if this were the 90s and we still had, like, soundtracks as a thing, Anaconda should have been on a soundtrack. Yeah, and then it could have been, like, a bonus track on the right. album. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is so out of place for the rest of the album. I was about to say something, but I think you got, I think everybody on the show would call me blasphemous. 
What were you going to say? You know what I think is a novelty record? What? Sexy Back. You think it's a novelty record? Yeah. Why? I just, I just get the feeling like it's an, I just feel that way when I hear it. It's feel, it just feels like a goofy novelty record. Hmm. I've never liked Sexy Back. Yeah, I was going to say, that means you don't like it. <laughs> nah, I've never liked Sexy Back. Okay. And Anaconda gives me Sexy Back feels. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could make that the title. Yeah, this definitely was- cannot. That cannot be the title. That can't be the title. <laughs> but yeah, just the novel the novelty-ness of it all. So you know what I'm saying? I mean we should point, right? Just like the rest of the tracks, I'll give you so Anaconda produced by Polo the Don and the interns. Oh word? Yeah. I didn't know Polo the Don did this. See, that's why we talk credits. Polo the Don. Man, I was just man, not Polo the Don. Shout um, out to the hero, the hero beat. No. Yo, he was so mad that that was a stock. That was like that was. I stock. was mad. Yo, he was so. Was it? Were you mad because you had that sound? I have that sound still right now. That's crazy. Make something for me real quick. No, <laughs> I'm not your monkey. I'm not dancing. <laughs> ah, okay. Next. <laughs> um. Ah, that's funny. Okay, next record. The Night is Still Young, produced by Dr. Luke and Circuit, co-written by Esther Dean and Rock City. Dang. All Dr. over. Yo, this might as well have been freaking Gangstar. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's Guru and Dr. Luke is primo. Jeez. You, you, you just caused about half of our remaining audience I'm to scared. slam their head I, on. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not comparing it to musically. Shut up. Um, this is possibly the most just straightforward pop record on the album right absolutely it is yeah i don't really like the song though i don't either she it's, has better pop records than this it's a little cheesy it's a little dated mm. it's a little dated this would have worked this might have worked in like 12 yeah mm, right. this might have worked in 12 they might have worked on her on was it pink friday was that the second I, album? i wouldn't be shocked if they try to push this to radio though i wouldn't be surprised Why else do this- you make this song no 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 no. this isn't gonna hit radio this is gonna get licensed for a movie. Yeah, I was. Yeah, this is gonna get licensed for a movie. So I get it. I uh, get it. Pills and potions. You want to guess who produced and co-wrote it? You already, I already know. Doctor Luke Esther Dean. I, I don't actually mind this song in the course of the album. It's not it's, the sequencing right here is actually pretty awful. It makes more sense when you hear the album. I just it's back to it's back to those earlier records. It's, right. It's back to um, I lied and all things go. It's just. This this hard rapping on this pop landscape, I just right. I don't like it. <laughs> like I don't like it at all. Yeah, pills. I don't like it. I actually don't mind pills and potions. Bed of Lies, featuring Skylar Gray, produced by. It's a long list of people. Uh, Kane Beats, Alex the Kid, of course. Some dude named J Mike. Some dude named Today. Some dude named Isaac. I don't even know who these people are. Um, I do not like this song. I it do not sounds like. This like Sounds like Pills and Potions to me. Oh, no. I'd much rather hear Pills and Potions than Bed of Lies. Has there been a Skylar Gray song that I liked? Coming Home, right? Even that got just... You can only... You know... I would have rather heard um, J. Cole and Dirty Money than Puff Daddy and Esther Dean. Um, Bed of Lies, no. Nah, I don't, nah this sounds like, it sounds like Pills and Potions too much. She's really throwing Safari under the bus on this album. We haven't talked about that either. This, is, this album is obviously about them. Oh, about it's the her. breakup album. Yeah, it's the breakup album, which is another reason why it's going to work. For her fan base. By the way, knowing that, I mean, Drake and Wayne's verses on Only are some of the most disrespectful things. <laughs> like, oh, you breaking up with your boyfriend, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
like they just scream quagmire they scream like creep like. right drake might as well have just said does this look like a q how about now right. <laughs> <laughs> wow yikes okay track 16 the end of the jesus. regular album jesus grand piano this, why does that sound so like grand like track 16 it feels like the 70s how boxing matches used to go to 15 rounds um, dang, I used to fight 15 rounds. Like, dang, you, we used to listen to 16 track albums. Grand Piano. Yeah. Produced by, what a weird combo. Kane Beats. Now, granted, this entire song is piano and violin. And yet, yeah. Kane and Beats. Nikki singing, yeah. Your man, Will I Am. <laughs> some guy named Keith Harris. That person today again. The Mad Violinist, which sounds amazing. Is that Mary Ben Ari? Where's nope, she at? It's just the Bad Violinist. Shout out to Mary Ben Ari. Where's she at? This is also co-written by Esther Dean. That's a lot of people to do a song that's mostly a, a piano with some violin in the second half. Yeah. L- let me say this. Yes, Nikki is singing this entire song. Yeah. There are no drums. Yeah. This is just a straight up ballad. Because to me, all three of these, it, to me, Pills and Potions, Better Lies, All Things Go, I Lied, and if I remember, I feel like the crying game had a similar, like all these things are talking about the exact same thing in the exact same way. Just do, just do, pick two of those records and pick one, put one at the beginning and put one at the end. Grand Piano is super interesting. First of all, I love that at the end of it, they replay a Paula Abdul sample, which just made me geek out so hard. Um, it's actually like, it's a good pop song. This, when she plays this in concert, right? They're going to have somebody on piano. They're going to dim the lights. It's just going to be her on stage. It's going to be a moment. Like the rest of those songs, I agree. Like you're right that there's some duplication. But th- like the fact that she is a rapper who is stripping all that away. Mm-hmm. This is a good move. Now, I would get rid of half those other records. But I think you keep this one. Because it's so different from the other ones? Yes. And it, to me, it just works better. Got you. Got you. Okay. I can, I can see that. It's just like it's the, again, it's the idea of Nikki a piano and her singing like whoa we haven't heard that before um so now we get to the whole string of bonus tracks all right i'm just letting you know i ain't heard all of them big daddy yeah featuring meek mill yeah produced by cardo yeah cardo yep uh originally a meek mill record yep sounds like a meek record pretty much is a meek record it's a meek record and yes he's yelling at you (laughs) i don't really like this i don't either it's hard the beat is I. The beat's okay, but at, at some point I was just like, I was making the sort of like, oh God, could you, I feel like an old man. It's like, could you just stop yelling? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting on, I'm, I'm waiting on, uh, I'm waiting on Meek to say something. Meek hasn't, Meek's just been on Instagram posting snippets. Of what? I don't know. I, I don't follow him, but like, I've just kind of seen him like, you know, what he was doing before he went to jail. Just snippets of, of songs that he's working on and stuff. I'm just I'm curious to know, you know, what he's doing. He's probably going to be yelling louder. Spoiler alert. <sighs> couldn't yell in jail he didn't want to draw a lot of attention to himself that's mean <laughs> that's so mean um that, come on you calling me mean <laughs> that's 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 tough i'm offended <laughs> <laughs> um shanghai produced by chins of fly i don't know who that is chins of fly right like like stars are popping <laughs> um how do you feel about shanghai i i don't I'm just going to go ahead and say that and win again, which is very whatever to me. Like, I actually I like Shanghai. It's okay. so weird. Okay. And this is like, this is hip hop Nikki. She is, this is a particular fan base here, right? She's got multiple flows. The beat is sort of unusual. Like this is in her wheelhouse. But to me, 
I like again. I just compare this to other songs. Like I'd rather hear this than Anaconda. I'd rather hear this than Only, which I'm gonna keep you know talking crap about because it's an awful record. Like I, I don't know, Shanghai works to me, but there's a whole other string of stuff here that I'm just like meh. So uh, Win Again, <clears throat> yeah. This uh this this premiered on Sports Center a couple days ago. Produced by wait that can't be Sock Passe. Sock Passe. That's um that's a that's a hate that's a Haitian green. I, right? I, I know. That's why I was like that sounds like somebody who worked with of all people White Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Yele. Um uh, <laughs> talk about the amazing I need to watch this. The amazingness that was the twenty fifth anniversary of We Are the World. Do we remember that? Like I think that was underrated in the grand scheme of things, just of of, of buffoonery. I don't even remember. That was amazing. What are you talking about? You don't remember that? No. You don't remember that? <laughs> Fam, yo, after the show is over, go on YouTube and watch Wyclef's We Are The World. It's hilarious. Anyway. Anyway. Win again. Nah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but you know. It's a bonus track. ESPN. ESPN it'll, they'll license it. Yeah, they'll I license guess. it. They'll license it. I, you'll, hear, you'll hear it, you know, Friday Night NBA, um, All-Star Weekend, NHL. NHL. You'll hear. Um, no, I'm sorry. Bowl games are coming up. There you go. Boom. Bowl games. She's in there. Uh, Mona Lisa. I didn't hear this one. Produced by Detail. Okay, but I like the the beats really moody. Um, a little slow, and the song kind of drags. And I don't think Nikki does well on these slow tempo records. She she does better when she she's in that in that ninety yeah that ninety uh, BPM range. She she flourishes. Yeah, I don't like her on slow slow beats either. Good point. This song kind of drags, and then um, puts you in a room. It's another bonus track produced by The Order in Detail. Nope, didn't hear that. Um, I like the melody. I like the synths. I just don't like Nikki on it. Um, these are bonus tracks for a reason. And then the final bonus track. Yes. Truffle Butter. Yes. Featuring Drake and Wayne. Yes. Produced by 1985. Okay. Well, I have no idea who that is, but shout out to him. He, he's done stuff. For, he did stuff for Drake. Um, okay. How is this on the deluxe for? How is this Yo, a bonus track? This record is hard. Great house music sample. Oh my god. Record is hard. That record is hard. Way better than only. Way better than only. So much better than only. Yeah. I don't I don't know why this isn't I don't know why this is a It just feels like I guess maybe because in a way the record feels not finished, but it's not to a fault. There's it, no it doesn't hook. matter. It just works. It just works. So I think they were just like, uh yeah, we've got this. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if like Drake and Wayne had already rapped on this or something like that, or something. Right. And they're like, yeah, let's just finish this. Can we come up with a hook? Nah, we'll just, you know, deadline. We didn't come up with a hook that we liked. Do we have a title for it? Nah, I don't know. Drake said something about truffle butter on the hook. That's interesting. <laughs> I had to make sure. I'm not going to front. I had to Google truffle butter and make sure that there was like no, you know, <laughs> different definition of it. Because <laughs> I really got, I got Dice Pineapple's vibes from the title. I was like, wait a minute. This might mean something else. But I didn't say anything. I didn't see anything. <laughs> Yo, this record is hard. That record is hard. It's really good. Uh, um, so overall. Oh, also, 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 yes. also. Let me say this. Okay. She is absolutely responding to Iggy and Iggy detractors on her verse, on that record. She absolutely is. I really care so little about Nicki versus Iggy. But a lot of people do because apparently on, there can only be one female rapper. <laughs> there can only be one. So. Right. Um, Iggy had two hits this year. Nobody, I mean, they say she's about to clean up at the Grammys, cuz yeah, because the Grammys are just all about the hits this year. But you know, yeah, they can't give Grammys for events. Aha! 
you just do a, a Jada Kiss ad lib? I did like a Jada Kiss, but he didn't. It was more like a like a bird call, so it was a right. little bird, any little little, little bit of bit. both, little bit, yeah, um, a mash a mashup, as the DJs call it. The kids say, <laughs> the kids say it's a mash. Yeah, we used to call it a blend. Okay. Guys call it a mashup. So, cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. Um, so overall, yeah, how do you feel about the pink print? It surprised me. Mm. It's very surprised by this album. I li- like. Doc will tell you, like, I really went into this album with absolutely no expectations. You, your arms I, were crossed. My arms were absolutely crossed. <laughs> I had to, like, I literally had to take a day or two to be like, all right, Armand. I was in my D'Angelo space. Like, yeah, that was your first mistake. I See, I finished my notes on the album by yeah. Saturday. <laughs> but you know what, though? Okay, we'll talk, we'll talk about this later. But, but then I went back and listened afterwards, and I was like, oh, okay. It helped. Listening to D'Angelo's album for a few days, like, helped this. Well, they're, they're the opposite. They're opposite. Cleared my palate to be like, all right, I've, I've, I've got this on my plate. You know what I'm saying? I've got my meat and potatoes. Now let me, you know, let me get a slice of cake real quick. You know what I'm saying? So I was very, very surprised by this album. Mistakes aside... And um, there are many mistakes. It, it is too it, long. Too the sequencing long. is problematic. I, the sequencing is the best. This is the best sequence Nicki album, though. Right, but it's still. I mean, it's still, it's still not good. It's still not great sequencing. It's weird. But, you know what it is? It's weird. It's like it's. You know what it is? It's carved out into chunks. It's chunks like that most albums are. It's like here's the here's the here's the singles, <clears throat> three out of four in a row. You know, yeah. here's. You know, here's the mo. Here's quote unquote. They got. They've got two. She's got two clumps of singles. Well, she's got future singles. Yeah, get on your knees, feeling myself only singles. Then you've got. Then you got this run of here's the best part of the album. Girls singles, and then Anaconda Night is still young. Pills of potions, better lies singles. That's interesting. That's like the whole album. There's a lot of potential singles, which makes the whole rollout. The and like seeing this this music, you're like. Wait, why didn't you? It, it's really unusual. What? I, but what we don't know is at what points in the year were all these songs done? Right. I want to know what was she waiting on? What What songs was she waiting on to um, to push back? Right. What was it? Was it her decision to push back? Was it Was it Cash Money's decision? Was it Universal's decision? Like, why Why did this album get pushed back like three times? Right. Was it Was it for the Beyonce record? Was it for you know these Meek Mill records was it for? I'm guessing Cali- the Beyonce record was probably done when um, flawless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a trade off. It's 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 the barter system. Those of you who don't know, if I charge a hundred grand for a record and Doc cha- charges a hundred grand for a beat, instead of just paying each other, cancel it out, we just help each other out. Right. So y'all hear that? You, you owe me a hundred. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you owe me a lot of money, sir. I probably. Oh yeah, you probably can charge it to my tab. Charge it to the game, Doc. Charge it. <laughs> What do you think, though? What do you think about the pink print? Um, it is incredibly flawed. I don't want to see this on any best of the year lists, but it is it is ambitious. Um, it doesn't quite always get there. And there's clearly like the problem of they were working on it so long. And I'm sure there's things about all of these tracks that she really likes. But I'm guessing if she took the Beyonce approach to this and sort of didn't play out the album buildup over the course of six months, that we would number one see a stripped down version of this album, and there would there would have been different choices for singles. Yeah. Um, and I think like going into it, hearing pills and potions, like the four singles, don't at all reflect what what actually works about this album in no way. You mm-hmm. know. Um, 
And I think that's just, it's really interesting for in, um, in writing, in journalism, they talk, they, they call this problem burying the lead. I feel like she buries the lead with this. Like the stuff that works about this album, you don't get from the singles. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like if you're like, let's say, God help you. And we, we really need a stage musical invention. But let's say you're like, you know, a teenager and you heard Anaconda and you're like, yeah, that got me interested in this. There's nothing else about this that that, that sounds like Anaconda, right? Conversely, if you are a Nicki fan and you're like, nah, I don't know, only like it, the stuff they put out, you could just skip over it if you want. It's a weird, weird album in a sense. But again, I think the combination of pop producers be adopting more hip hop records. And we talked about it when we talked about Beyonce, right? How Beyonce in, at the end of 2013 made arguably, she had harder beats than, than most rappers that year. Um, and now with this, like it's pretty clear that the trap sound is going to like Atlanta sound is going to have to evolve. Because Dr. Luke has figured it out and he's charging a lot of money for it, right? And Katy Perry's got it. And now he's bringing that sound plus pop hooks to people like Nicki Minaj. So it's time again for the sound to evolve. But um, it's better than I thought it would be. Mm. I think that's, 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 that's about all I can say about it. But for us, that is a huge compliment right, and testament right, right, to Nicki right. Minaj. If, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, she, I think, I think she, she, she accomplished what she set out to do for the most part. So props to her. She made it through the clock radio speakers, speakers ringer. <laughs> All right. Well, that definitely ends this yes. part of clock radio speakers.